Hello, welcome to the Guilt Grace Gratitude Podcast. This is one of our co-hosts, Peter Bell. We are on Catechism Saturday, Canons of Dort, Head of Doctrine Number One, Articles 12. We're going to go through Articles 12 through 14, covering election and assurance. But before we start this week's episode, make sure you guys tuned in to this past Monday's Season 5 Apologetics, Episode Number 2, with Dr. Stephen Chapman of Duke Divinity School on Old Testament canon formation. If you ever wondered, how did we get our Old Testament canon? He helps us answer that question. And this past Thursday's book club episode with Dr. Todd Haynes on his upcoming IVP academic book, Martin Luther and the Rule of Faith. So let's get started. Article number 12 in Head of Doctrine number 1, The Assurance of Election. Assurance of this, their eternal and unchangeable election to salvation, is given to the chosen in due time, though by various stages and in differing measure. Such assurance comes not by inquisitive searching into the hidden and deep things of God, but by noticing within themselves with spiritual joy and holy delight the unmistakable fruits of election pointed out in God's word such as true faith in Christ, a childlike fear of God, a godly sorrow for their sins, a hunger and thirst for righteousness, and so on. Notice that. You don't search deeply within yourselves to find out am I good enough, nor do you look at God's hidden things. You look at, do I have faith in Christ? That should give me assurance. Do I have a, a sorrow for sins? Do I repent? That should also give me assurance. To article number 13, the fruit of this assurance. What, what else does this look like? In their awareness and assurance of this election, God's children daily find greater cause to humble themselves before God, to adore the fathomless depth of his mercies, to cleanse themselves, and to give fervent love in return to him who first so greatly loved them. This is far from saying that this teaching concerning election, reflection upon it, make God's children lax and observing his commandments, or carnally self-assured. By God's just judgment, this does usually happen to those who usually take for granted the grace of election or engage in idle and brazen talk about it, but are unwilling to walk in the ways of the chosen. This is a helpful kind of corrective, and Paul talks about this, and this is probably built off of Paul's discussion in Romans 13. Shall I sin that grace may abound? And he says, by no means. Why would I sin if I've been saved? With this great salvation and the the divines of the cans of dort are talking about the same thing but we we're not going to do this the doctrine of election came under fire by, by arminius and his followers because they wanted good moral christians who would fear that they would lose their election unless they were good moral christians and we're going to see later on that that's not what reformed doctrine teaches reformed doctrine teaches because you've been elected and saved by the grace of christ and been given his perfect righteousness imputed to you at the deep pleasure of God by the instruments of your faith through the Holy Spirits, that you can have the fruit. That'll come. You will produce this fruit because you're elect. You don't produce this fruit to be assured of your election. It's a flip. And that brings us to Article 14. So how do you teach this? So teaching election properly. It says, just as by God's wise plan, This teaching concerning divine election has been proclaimed through the prophets, Christ himself and the apostles in Old and New Testament times, and has been subsequently been committed to writing in the Holy Scriptures, 
So also today in God's church, for which it was specifically intended, this teaching must be set forth with a spirit of discretion in a godly and holy manner at the appropriate time and place without inquisitive searching to the ways of the Most High. This must be done for the glory of God's most holy name and for the lively comfort of his people. So often we think, well, this is just some ethereal doctrine that doesn't mean much for the Christian for the Christian life, and it's too hard. Uh, or you kind of go to the opposite extreme, where every sermon somehow or other relates to the doctrine of election, even if it doesn't come from that text. Yes, we know the doctrine of election comes from the Bible, and it comes from over- overarching covenantal structure of the Bible, and from specific passages, but we make every single last teaching every single last sermon about the doctrine of election, we, we abuse the doctrine because that's not what it's meant for. It's meant to assure us, as this last line says, this must be done for the glory of God's most holy name. It's not for us and for the lively comfort. Comfort. So election, if it's anything, election is for God's glory and it's for your comfort. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast, where we talked through Ken Zdort, Head of Doctrine Number 1, Articles Number 12 through 14, Election and Assurance. Make sure you tune into this upcoming Monday's episode, Season 5 Apologetics, Episode Number 3. We talked with John Walton, Dr. John Walton of Wheaton College, and Dr. Tremper Longman. He's retired, recent retired professor from Westmont College on their work with the Lost World series with IVP Academic. But in general, we talked through our first Old Testament issue, the ancient Near Eastern similarities. How do we view all these similarities between all these other ancient Near Eastern epics and the Bible? What do we think about the flood? What do we think about the days of creation? We're going to get into all those issues with this episode. And this upcoming Thursday's book club episode with Dr. Mark Jones and his editing work of Stephen Charnock's The Existence and Attributes of God, published by Crossway, a Puritan classic that you're not going to want to miss. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you next week.